Hello everyone, welcome to the Black Royal Podcast. We're your hosts, Destiny and Janiah. We're here to remind you the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice, the darker the flesh, the deeper the roots. We're Black, we're royalty, black royalty and, and that's, that's the, the truth. truth. To stay connected, follow us on Instagram at T-H-E-B-L-K-R-O-Y-A-L. Stay tuned for our YouTube channel and follow our main social medias at underscore officially dot destiny and underscore that so destiny underscore that's underscore o-f-f-i-c-i-a-l-l-y dot d-e-s-t-i-n-y and at underscore t-h-a-t-s-s-o d-e-s-t-i-n-y underscore my instagram is xx underscore naya and i-y-i-a and janias dot art j-a-n-i-y-i-a-s dot art and And let's get get into into the the topic. topic Hi guys, welcome to our podcast. This is our first ever podcast and we're super excited. Today's topic will be who gave these clowns a platform? Because really, who gave these clowns Ooh, a platform? That's a good question. And <laughs> yes, so before we get into that, we have the Black Excellence Award that we're going to be doing. It's a part of our segments that we want to give out to those we feel is doing right. So uh, the Black Excellence Award means to give props to those who are positively affecting the culture. Mm -hmm. And by the culture, we mean the Black community and Black culture, Mm -hmm. of course. So our award goes to my husband, August Alcina. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You know, disregard that ring on the finger and everything but um (laughs) he recently released a five-part documentary on youtube if you haven't watched it you should definitely watch it it's not you know just about music but about his life struggle um he also released a um, album it's 27 songs it's called the product three state of emerge and see okay Mm So during his documentary, he talks about growing up in New Orleans, Louisiana, his um, struggle with addiction, his father's struggle with addiction, his stepfather's struggle with addiction. It's just, mm. um, he talks about being homeless one point in his life. He talks about how he sold drugs, his brother's death. Um, his sister death and how it affected him and his nieces that he now has adopted as his own. He calls them his daughters for niece and daughter. Which <laughs> That's so cute. cute. Yeah. But you um, see how you said the drug thing is kind of like generational. Mm-hmm. I mean, that happens a lot more than we would like it to. But yeah, I feel like he's very vulnerable at this point of his life. And it, for such a young age too, because usually I feel like um, they want like young black men sometimes want to be portrayed as tough and in this documentary you guys explained what it's about but I feel like he's kind of opening up to basically the whole world mm-hmm. and I think it's good for for young men or for black men in general because at a young age they're taught 
you can't cry, you can't have feelings, you can't, you know, just be vulnerable to the world because then it shows you as being Exactly. And I feel like with this documentary, August gives it, he opens up a space like within his life to show other people his mistakes. And I think that's what we need to start doing. Being able to make mistakes and grow from them or just being able to have hardships in life and grow from them and be able to show them, you know, to other people. Yes, that's for sure, for sure. I feel like also it's kind of giving a, he's being a role model to those who are younger than him too, or are growing up in this crazy world. But I definitely think it's a positive thing. And that's really why we wanted to give him the Black Excellence Award because he's doing something that is um, showing growth. Yeah. yeah, and of positivity. So mm-hmm. he's, yes, like, he's really built himself and he, just because, like he said in his documentary, he said he don't feel like he made it. He doesn't feel like, you know, he's actually- That's humble. Up there. Yeah, he said, cause he still go through struggles in life just like everybody mm-hmm. else. He wanted to make the documentary to let people know that he's just like them, no matter what they think or what they might not think about him. He, the same way he living, the same way y'all living. He just got a little more mm-hmm. break. Mm-hmm. And even when like, the, the place that he came from is not where you're from, it's where you're going. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. Don't let nobody tell you, or because you come from a certain place, you feel like you're beneath somebody, mm-hmm. but you're really not. Right. It's, we're all in the same playing field. Just because you grew up in the hood doesn't mean you can't be the lawyer you want to be, the doctor you want to be, the um, officer you want to be, the architect you want to be. It's where your mindset, when you manifest positivity, positivity comes out. When you manifest negativity, negativity. Period. Okay. Because. Preach, preach. Oh my gosh. The tattoo that I want to get. Um, walk by faith, not by sight. Just because you see everyone around you selling drugs or doing negativity doesn't mean you have to walk and do what you see them doing. You can have a different goal from everybody else that's around you and do positivity. You could be whatever you want to be and don't let nobody tell you different. Okay. Yeah, speaking of falling, you know when your parents tell you, if your friend jump on a bridge, are you going to jump off one too? I just want to know, how does that make sense? Because that has nothing to do with... <laughs> It's just the fact that they think I'm a follower where it really hurts my feelings. Like, you think just because Destiny jumped over the bridge, I'm going to kill myself too? I'm going to just be like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, what are you doing? Not, like, that's not a good analogy, but anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, the second thing that we want to um, acknowledge is drip of the week. So, drip of the week. Drip of the Week is acknowledging Black businesses. So mm-hmm. the first one um, is I've seen it's Instagram. His name, well, I don't know. You know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna say that because that could be like I don't know if it's a male or a female. But the name is M N J Sales. M N J Sales is a Black-owned business that sells do rags and bonnets. So I want to talk about like the evolution of do rags and bonnets. Growing up, you know, like we're pretty young. I'm, we're Generation Z, you know, as people would call it. We're not mini- I don't millennials. Think that. I think but it doesn't have to be. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're the ones that's gonna come up behind the millennials and really make some change. So, I, I mean, it is Generation Z. They be doing foolish stuff. Like I'm 18 years old. <laughs> oh, so, that's a whole so, other topic. Okay, I know. Out here setting themselves on fire. 
Who said? Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh, gosh. For, for, um, Clint, wait, wait. What's it called? The clout chasing and the trends. All that just reads Generation Z. But let's not get into that. That's gonna be another. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I feel like growing up. I've always known that there was do-rags, but now that it's become like, you know, the wave trend, what's it called when they show off their waves? Um, wave check? Um, yes, wave check, right? Ever since they started doing okay. stuff like that, there's been like velvet uh, do-rags. I mean, there's always silk, but there's been velvet, like different designs and stuff. And I think that is so like, that's for the culture. And it's so beautiful how we can like, elevate something so quickly but it's really becoming trendy in a good way because trends could be really bad well but also like go ahead another thing is i like i'm glad that it's becoming trendy and i'm glad like the world is accepting it you know of mm -hmm. what it is but it's just like the fact that the only reason it started becoming accepted is when the white folks started putting on do rags to wave whatever they trying to wave and I'm just like, when my homeboy Craig was wearing his do-rag, y'all was calling him ghetto. Now that Thomas yeah. has a do-rag on, oh my God. But I'm really glad that, you know, it's becoming, you know, a bigger thing and it's more appreciated. Mm -hmm. But I just want people hey, to change mm -hmm. their vision when they see it on a black guy versus yes, a Yes, exactly. Because even, you know, when, like, when I was making the Black Lives Matter zine, right, in no part, like, I've seen like Instagram pages, trendy Instagram pages where like, you know, cute stuff. It'll be like the, you know, different races or ethnicities wearing, not ethnicity, but races wearing grills. And it was just like, oh, it's cute and trendy. But you know how many people I knew that were that when I was growing up or just seeing that. And also as you grow up, you realize that it's like, it's so sad how we grow up into this world and not even by our parents' influence, but we can be influenced by the world and think certain things. But you have, you grow out of that. You have the willpower to grow out of that because when I was younger, I used to think certain things were ghetto. But as I grew up, I was trained by the world, by society to think things were ghetto. And as I grew older, I became more aware that the people who claim these things are ghetto are the ones who are appropriating it and the ones who want to make black people deemed as bad and like as good so everything that we might do is ghetto but it's what they want to do and i learned that the things that we do aren't ghetto and you know what's crazy today i was looking at the word ebonics right because oh lord i seen this video on instagram and it was talking about how ebonics is actually like how we are basically bilingual and how we is actually a language because we have our own lingo and the way we talk and some people think it's ghetto and I learned that that's thing that just is like not ghetto that's how we talk girls are not ghetto that's just the way mm -hmm. they talk so thank mm -hmm. you to everyone and, that and, is ghetto mm -hmm. and Janai likes to say that uh, she is fluent in Ebonics and yeah. English so don't get that twisted just because I might talk a certain way doesn't mean I'm not educated yeah. and because they wanted to make it ghetto that's how everyone else feels about us but it's not ghetto it's us mm -hmm. okay I can, still, I can still come proper hello everyone my name is Shania and today I'm why did your voice rave like five octaves project <laughs> you know to, to speak about this but then I could also get down and be like yo what's good so don't get it twisted <laughs> but she's still educated and that that's just that yeah. but that's a that, know, that's a whole conversation that people are not ready for
And from us talking about, you know, this, this ghetto-ness and how when it's in the hood, quote-unquote, um, that is ghetto, that brings us into our next brand, which is The Hood Goddess. I'm pretty sure that's what you know. Yes, thehoodgoddess.co. Mm-hmm. And I really love this brand. I actually just purchased a shirt, and I'm I'm so excited for it to come in the mail. Um, it has different things, like one of the quotes are, um, it was in the hood before it was in the runway. This goes back to the do-rag. The do-rag. Ooh, I like that. It was deemed as ghetto and unacceptable and everything. But now it's on it's on Project Runway. It's on it's they they involve, you know, the braids, the cornrows, all that was in the hood way before it was in the um the runway or the fashion district. I ain't right. never seen, I ain't never seen a pair of bamboo earrings in Forever Twenty One until about two years ago when the car. Oh day- my gosh! I went to a department store. Why do they have those in department stores? It's yeah. so weird. I know they have it in five and below. I'm like bamboo earrings was never changing with the white community until mm-hmm. the big booty, the fake big booties start wearing them. But that's not. But mind. look. Before we get into I also want to shout out the um, website for MNJ Sales. It's mnjsales.com and their Instagram is mnjsalesofficial. And according to their Instagram, um, business days are from Monday to Friday, hours from 3 to 5 p.m. So you could go on their Instagram and check that out. And also the website for Hood Goddess is www.hoodgoddess.com slash the dash movement. And their email is contact at hoodgoddess.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and also Instagram, hoodgoddess.com. The um, they have a two separate things. They hood goddess. They have their own like hood goddess brand, but they were doing this special called the movement. I'm not sure if they're still doing it, but it's referencing to Black Lives Matter and George mm-hmm. Floyd and Marcus Garvey and so on and so forth. All the victims, rest in peace to all of you beautiful souls. Yes. But um, I really just love um, Hood Goddess clothes. You guys should definitely check them out. The clothes is very affordable. It's not like they're charging $50 and $70 for a shirt. It's definitely a Black-owned business, so you guys should support. And that's about it about them. Yes. So next is The Sunken Place. So, um, the sunken place is just bringing those misguided individuals that we want to talk about into the light. And by the light means back to common sense, back to reality. Back to reality. I know that song. Back to reality. Back to reality. All right, all right. So, um, our sunken place victim for today is, you know, <laughs> not a victim. Oh lord, <laughs> one has been everywhere. Terry Crews, the young man who played in White Chicks. Okay, that's a young man. <laughs> um, oh well, the the older gentleman <laughs> who played in White Chicks, <laughs> this king that obviously needs help from the black community. And just redirecting his mindset because love, what's happening? He's answering questions that no one's asking. One quote he said, do not make Black Lives Matter into Black Lives Better. No one ever said that Black Lives were better. We just want people to know that our lives matter as much as yours. All lives can't matter until Black Lives Matter. Simple. And he's just making stuff up and just talking about the Yes, and let's, let's get like... 
Mr. Cruz, we just want to help you because, you know, we need your help as a as a brother. But the other day I was reading this and it's, he tweeted, are all white people bad? No. Are all black people good? No. Knowing this reality, I stand on my decision to unite with good people, no matter what race, creed, or ideology. Given the number of threats against this decision, I decide to die on this hill. But listen, in the beginning of 2020, Gabrielle Union exposed a place that she was working for, it was like, you know, on TV. And as a participant of the program, Terry Crews basically denounced what she was saying by saying that it didn't happen to him. And I feel like when so another black person is showing that, is saying that they have been um, getting racist or sexism towards the, I mean, racism and sexism uh, towards them, then I feel like it is your, your responsibility as a black person to be like, okay, what did they say? What did they do? And and if it's racist, then you should, you know, um, defend your black, um, fem uh, black th that black female. So it didn't stop there. Um, he he belittled her situation basically, and he has recently spoken out about the Black Lives Matter movement that has happened like way after that because that was in the beginning of 2020, and now since the Black Lives Matter movement has come about again due to the death of George Floyd. Um, and other deaths, Brianna Taylor, Sean Reed, um, so many more that has happened, which is ridiculous. Um, he's basically tried to be the mediator. And my problem is when, when, um, when we have a situation like this, when people are dying on the basis of their skin color, what is the point of the mediation? Why are you as a black person trying to be the mediator when people like you are being killed? This is serious. This is not, this is not who, uh, who, uh, this is not peacemaking. This is not, this is someone dying because of their skin color. And you're basically saying, we're all humans. Let's like, we're all humans. Like trying to basically try, I feel like it's trying to please the white man. That's how I feel. And that's how, I, what I stand on. I, and that's what a lot of, I can see a lot of people feel that way. They feel hurt by that because it's like, you're not having this energy against the people who are committing these crimes against black people, but you're having that energy in trying to correct black people and saying, calm down basically, or shh. Right. You're being too loud. You're, you're voicing your, your opinions too much. You're making the white people upset. You're making them mad. At and he's point, mad because people are telling him to be quiet, but it's just like, Terry, whose side are you on? Exactly. He, <laughs> said, he said he's he's not a, um, say? I'm going to go to it exactly because let, let me read That's it. That's Daddy Bonnet's coming through. I'm trying to tell you. He said, I'm a human right activist, not a human's wrong activist. Okay, well, this stuff that you're voicing, killing random black people is wrong. And they always love to say, you know, because he tweeted something about a nine-year-old little boy dying in Chicago. We're upset for them too. But those, the black people that kill those other black people, they serve their time. They are punished. Black oh cops gosh, are not just... punished. They're fired. And you know, after they're fired, they have- Sentenced for years. Exactly. They have opportunities. No, right there. to go to another district, go to another county, go to another state, and get the same job and do the same thing over and over again. And no. the whole entire criminal history that isn't marked down on their record is erased completely. And mm -hmm. those lives that they've killed are like no longer there. They just sleep them away. How do you sleep at night? And I want to address yes. that where Terry Crews was saying um, he can't speak for women because he never experienced sexism. 
but he can speak on racism and how he never um, felt racism. He also said how there was- That's like when white people say that they don't see racist, so it does, racism so it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He was like, um, there's um, some Asians there, so I, it's very well diverse. Just because of yeah. it's well he diverse- the most diverse does not thing mean ever. That racism does not happen. Specifically, token, sir. <laughs> I feel like people just go, you know, by a, a, a number that they have, that they need to have of a certain percentage of each racial group. And baby, mm-hmm. Harry, you're in that number of people they need to have for Blacks. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I feel like when he said he never experienced racism there, it makes it seem like what Gabby... It's a slap in the face. ...is saying is, like, completely wrong. Exactly. It's a slap in the face. Like... Oh, because I've never experienced racism doesn't mean there's no racism there. That's like somebody who was a who was never a slave but grew up um, after 1865 or whatever, or was in a free part of America or something. Saying, "Oh, I wasn't a slave, so there was never slavery." Or, "I wasn't a slave master, so there was never slave masters." Like, are you serious? Like, you just making her claim seem stupid or just seem like it's unreal? It's not true, and they're gonna run with what. So- is one of the main black participants of the show you're a male at that so they're gonna run with this black male said and say oh what gabrielle union is saying is completely false the claims are untrue like say you never experienced racism or maybe you just don't know you didn't experience racism (laughs) stand with the queen exactly so washed so so gone from reality that you don't know you was experienced racism but she has so that doesn't mean she didn't thank you sir okay (laughs) well that's on that okay so also like we said the topic of today those are just some segments but we really want to get into who gave these clowns a platform? So, when we wrote this right, we were thinking like, you know, us, because they're using this platform, but also the people who claim that they don't need to use their platform for their own black counterparts. Mm-hmm. So, Dave Chappelle made a segment, um, not a segment, it was a show that he did called 846, and Don Lemon, that's what he says, right? Name right. Don Lemon. Yes, Lemon. Interesting. Um, they kind of went back and forth a little bit because Don Lemon was calling out celebrities he felt should be speaking on this Black Lives uh, Matter situation. And Dave Chappelle basically said, like, I hope he didn't call my name out. And he did call his name out. So he was like, he was like, I've been doing this for years. Like, he kind of got on the defense. And I don't know why, but I get Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle has been doing this for years now. That's but not interested. Just because you've been doing it for years, you still should do it. Because at the end of the day, your mama's yes. black, your daddy's black, your sister black, your cousin black, everybody yeah. black. It doesn't black. stop yeah. until the racism, you know, it's until gone. we are all equal, it does not stop. So I didn't feel like he should have got... Doesn't mm-hmm. mean you should stop doing it in 2020. Yeah. And I feel like that was just something that was like, like sometimes when things like this happen, there's a lot of things that break up the black community Mm-hmm. even more like we get too distracted and meanwhile the white supremacists are all coming together and plotting to do things but meanwhile we're on the other end having different 
situations yeah, happen wants to be because they can't be on track. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Someone always wants to be in control of something. If we all could just sit together collectively and work and figure out strategies and plans to collect the agenda, build the, the pockets. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because without that, we're just going to keep going back and forth with each other while there's another en- enemy out there. And that's not us. That's not each other. Mm-hmm. So I feel like people who, um, we, well, we were saying like people with 10K platform or, you know, who have a lot of followers. I, I see a lot of people posting pictures of themselves. I'm not saying nothing bad with that, but like, I mean, on the regular, like even before this happened, I mean, they post pictures of themselves. It's like, it's like just, that's it. It's no other substance. And I mean, I'm not saying like, I'm trying, like I'm going to force you, but in my personal experience, in my opinion, I feel like as a black human being, it's my responsibility to be as black as I can in any type of space and also portray that and support my black people and not just benefiting myself. Even if you're not black, you should support it because mm-hmm. if you if you black, I mean, if you're not black and you're indulging in our culture, you're listening to our music, you're you're using our fashion trends, you're dating our men, you're dating our women, and you are not black, you are Caucasian, Hispanic, um, Ethiopian. I don't care what you are, but if you <laughs> well, you know, Ethiopia is a little dark too, but um, yeah, but you know, some of them don't claim to be black for you know, you know how it is. Yeah, it's but, a, see, there's a difference between race and ethnicity, but we'll get that to in, in a whole exactly. nother. At the end of the day, if you're doing anything that involves the black culture, you need to voice your opinions and let people know this is wrong or this is, isn't right or this is what we should and shouldn't be doing. Because no matter if you have two followers, if you have 500 followers, if you have 10 followers, if you have a thousand followers, a million, whatever, you know, um, social media grabbing or gathering that you have, you can use that in a positive way. Two people that might not follow um, Michael B. Jordan might follow you. And you're posting it, you're giving them an outlook or giving them opinion on what's going on, sharing your thoughts. And that could possibly change, you know, their mindset as a whole as well. Because obviously they're following you for a reason because they like what you're posting. So using And the misconception, the mis. I said that wrong, but the misconception, right? Okay, the misconception about that is when we say that, some people think that we're saying be activists. Activism, you don't have to be an activist. Just Mm -hmm. because the things that are happening on a daily basis, the racial things that happen on a daily basis that you might not see still happen. So Mm -hmm. it's my, it's our responsibilities to show the positivity in blackness and support blackness because behind every closed door there's racial tension regardless it doesn't have to be someone gets shot it could be someone tell me go home because i have braids in my hair exactly it's in the workspace it's in the stores i don't know i can count i can't even count on my fingers how many times i've been followed around the store and you know i'm just looking just browsing and i can't feel comfortable shopping because there's eyes following me 24 7. there's someone calling security saying oh such and such is doing this and they're looking at chips in the chip aisle make sure she don't steal any <laughs> chips like baby i don't want to steal your chips i got two dollars to pay right? for 
Like oh, branches anyway. Call the police. So racism isn't just with being shot. Racism is your neighbors, your neighbors looking at you funny, your neighbors watching everything you do. Is racism is everywhere. Institutionalized without everything. And I'm saying like if it's not gonna be in one place, it's gonna be in another. That's why as black creatives, we want to use our voices yeah. for something that is bigger than us for serious topics because at the end of the day you might be your own individual self but there's things happening around you that can affect you especially when you're black so when it if something can affect you it's your responsibility just to talk about that's how I feel and some people don't feel that way and it's weird to me but it is what it is people want to be selfish on their own and we're young. We're not saying that we know everything. We're not saying that exactly. we know everything that's in the world. We are two young girls that's just trying to use our voice to make a difference and helpfully reach an audience that agrees with us and could possibly help change someone else's mind. I feel like, as I always say, if I could change one person, I feel like I've done so much in the world. If I could change the, change the train of thought for one person, then I've accomplished my goal and I would love to do more. But we don't know everything it's not like we're Einstein because Einstein didn't know everything as well it's just we're here to use our voice especially about black people exactly thank you (laughs) (laughs) I mean you have a platform use it don't don't be a clown what are you serious it doesn't make any sense I know, right? Yeah, so, I, and there's also been a lot of celebrities who's been exposing themselves. And even the black ones, I'm so surprised. It's like, you know, another problem is because of that is classism. Because they have money now, they feel like they're on another level or they don't have to deal with this type of stuff. But it's just like, baby, you're still black. Exactly. And also, you know that lyric Kanye said? I forgot it. Because, you know, I don't know the words to any type of song. But if you look at the melody, the melody. all falls down in the con. All Falls Down is a Kanye West song and a singer. But if you look look at the lyrics in that song, it's a part. Anyway, just read the lyrics because I don't know the words. <laughs> okay, what is the part referencing to though? Just summarize. Okay, it. it's basically saying that even though you're still black in whatever car you win, you're gonna be looked at as the N-word. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, that's why I said no matter what your social standard is, no matter what your religion, your language, what country you come from, class. no matter if you oh, I think it's no matter if you push in the bins or something, you still a uh-huh. but something in like the that. In the cool, yeah. Exactly. You see how bad they did Obama? He was president of the United States and everything he did, they tried They called to him and Michelle a monkey. Exactly. Doing all types they of stuff. In cartoons. So no matter what, I feel like these big celebrities like Destiny said, when they, they um, receive, you know, a certain level in life, they feel like, oh, I don't got to deal with no more that racism. I don't have to deal with living in the hood no more. None of these police officers just attacking me. But you do. And if you don't, if you haven't experienced it in a while, guess what? Your little cousin still has to experience that. Your fan base still has to experience that. Your fan base is looking up to you to see that, oh, okay, so we just gonna throw a name out there. Like um, Anthony Hamilton. Anthony Hamilton, oh, he's preaching. He still cares about, you know, his his fan base. He still cares about the black community. Just use your platform for good. I don't care how many followers you have. I don't care how popular you think you are. 
Posting that black square isn't going to get it, love. Don't just post a black square and post Blackout Tuesday because it's a social trend on social media. If you really care, then do whatever you can, no matter if you're broke or poor. There's so many things you can do that is completely free and just making awareness to what's going on today. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to find like this. Okay, ba- Lil Baby made a song and it was a part that he oh. was talking about. I got you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I'm trying to find the part where he was saying, like, I talk about killing people, but uh, training, I was... Uh, I'm about to look. That's crazy. Uh, it's, um, like, also another good song is uh, Trey Song's um, How Many Times? It's such a beautiful song. And I, you know, every uh, blue moon, there's always a song like that. It reminds me of Glory, where it's like that choir feeling and it's like just beautiful, angelic voices. But um, we don't get that often. And often, I feel like we should get that more music about um, positivity and but, black. And- what bothers me is the fact that when we do get this music, we don't hear it a lot. On the radio, we always hear, okay, yes, I understand that it's the artist's fault, you know, about talking about um, selling drugs and, and stripping and how good Mops is and blah, blah, blah. But when we do have songs talking about what's going on in America and just positivity, they don't broadcast it on the radio or anything as much as they do the killing. Mm-hmm and how we slaughter and, you know, just treat each other. And that really hurts me. Like, I heard um, The Bigger Picture by Little Baby on the radio a couple of times, but I haven't heard it as much as I've heard Megan Thee Stallion songs, or I haven't heard the Trey Song song as much as I've heard um, The Baby, or who else is always played on the radio, or City Girls, or, you know, just whomever. There's also a really good song by this guy. His name is Mike Smith, M-I-K-E-S-M-I-F-F. It's called Fed Up. And it's um, talking about the same thing we're talking about. You know, no matter your social class, no matter what car you're driving, no matter how much money you got, at the end of the day, you still lend go to these people out here in society. Mm. So that song is really good. I'm looking yeah. for it too. Yeah, I'm trying to find a part where it was like, I talk about... Um, you know, the things you talk about, but ooh, these lyrics is a lot. Right. He said, what happened to COVID? I mean, COVID, nobody remembered. Because <laughs> um, all of this started happening. Nobody was discussing COVID no more. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. He got life sentence plus. Leeches some products of our environment. How the, they gonna blame us. That's not like, that's a whole nother topic too, but you know, they don't understand. He said, March for me, not just on GP. Our people die for us to be free. F, do you mean? This was a dream. Now we got the power we need to have. They don't want us with it, and that's why they mad. Period. Because they know Black people, if we stick together and we unite together, we're the ones who spend the most money. Like, we spend all of our money. If we collectively took our money and put it in one bucket, we would really be at the top, and that's really what they're scared of. They they know mm-hmm. the generation isn't going to continue to take the stuff that the older generation took. That's that's they're scared of us gaining power and um, coming together. 
Exactly. He said, I ain't do this for the trend. I don't follow them. Complications with the law. I had a lot of them. Well, I had a lot of them. Yeah, Every color person ain't dumb. And all whites not racist. We don't think all whites racist. Just the, the bad And also the baby made a song, too. All right, here it is. People speaking for the people. As well. um, Who? Plies? Oh, yeah, I didn't see Plies. that. Usher made a song. Oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Stay together. We can get up out them. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Stick together. We can get it up out them. I can't lie. I don't rap about. I can't lie. Like I don't rap about killing and dope. But I'm telling my youngest to vote. Oh, I found it too. That's what I'm talking about. And I know like it's my things right to rapping about that. But like I said, he said in another part. They are a product of their environment. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a lot of complexity to that. And a lot of corruption at the top Mm -hmm. that trickles down to the bottom. I feel like this is a different topic for like another time because, you know, before me and Destiny, like before we even decided to make this podcast, we will always have conversations like this, like just out of random, because this is where our mindset was. We talked about how, you know, a lot of people don't join, join gangs, um, for like the right reasons, but some of them join gangs to feel protected or that's just what they see around us. But I feel like we should do another podcast about that. Like maybe the next one or so. Another episode? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, for sure. So (laughs) guys, thank you for um, listening. If you are listening, um, make sure that you follow us on Instagram. Like we said in the beginning, mine is at underscore officially dot destiny. Well, period destiny, but and underscore Daxel Destiny underscore and also um, at at the Black Royal and now you can say yours. Uh T H E L K R O Y L because it's not so no, dummy your Instagram. I know, but like some okay. people might put B L A C K. So I just Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right You're right. Um, so my Instagram is xx underscore n-i-y-a and my art Instagram is janias.art j-a-n-i-y-i-a-s dot a-r-t we really appreciate you guys for tuning into our first podcast today it might be a little you know shaking rocky (laughs) (laughs) this is our first podcast but as time continue and we continue to progress and you know girl we will grow. Yeah, we will get better. So if you really enjoyed this podcast, make sure you guys share it with friends. And one more thing. I also yeah. like to say that the Black Royal is a space for Black creatives and excellence. So if you're interested in that, make sure you follow that page. It, just in case you didn't know what that means. But thank you guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for um, tuning in. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. 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 <laughs>